We are back with another episode of Minding Our Business podcast. We are continuing our journey through Women's History Month, and we are celebrating our women entrepreneurs. I am Dr. Khadija. I'm Asma D. And we are here with the lovely Dr. Tracy John. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me, ladies. Yay. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Dr. John. Um, I know you're in the physical therapy area realm. Um, so just tell us a little bit about what you do, where you do it at, and why you do it. Okay, so I am a doctor of physical therapy. I graduated from Stony Brook University. I am a mobile physical therapist. I just started that um, last year during the pandemic where so pretty much I go to people's homes and I bring the clinic with me instead of, so I'm an outpatient therapist. So usually when people need outpatient therapy, they go to one of the clinics that you might see um, like on a corner or in a, in a shopping plaza that has all the gym equipment and tables and things like that. So instead of you coming to the clinic where there's like tons and tons of people doing the exercises at the same time, I come to you. So you get one-on-one care in your home where you feel comfortable and safe. Um, so I've been a therapist for about 16 years now, and I decided to do um, the mobile therapy because I wanted to be able to give quality care and be able to pay attention to one person at a time instead of feeling anxious about having like four people to treat at the, you know, yeah. at a staggered stance and having all these people around and I can't cater to them and make sure that they're doing everything correctly. So that's why I started the mobile physical therapy business. Um, and I just love helping people. And when people tell me they're in pain, I don't like to hear it. I always want to help them. Even if I can't help them, I'm going to try to find out who can. So that is my why. Well, we appreciate you for kind of reinventing the wheel or reinventing yourself and, and adapting to the times, you know, uh, being in COVID and, and trying to still provide quality care while social distancing or while, um, being apart from one another because I do know in physical therapy settings you do have sometimes you have multiple people coming in at the same time and you'll probably do massage on one and then have another person exercising um so it's it's awesome that you are able to offer those services to your clientele um during this time and to make sure that they're still getting the the treatment that they need so kudos to you thank you thank you my dear <laughs> So you said you've been doing this for a long time. What made you decide to get into PT? I know a lot of people don't know too much about PT. So how did you decide I'm going to be a physical therapist? So I actually went to school with the intention of becoming a physician. And then when it came time to take the MCATs, which is the, the entrance exam to get into medical school, I, um, I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to go to school for another four years, plus another three years, plus another, depending on what specialty I wanted to go into. I was like, this could be a good eight to 10 years of my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to come out with so much debt. And I don't know how, I don't think I could, I don't think I want to do that. That's not what I want. And then, you know, after going to the physicians, you know, you might sit there for two hours and they see you for five minutes. So I was yeah. like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that person. Um, and I knew I didn't want to be a nurse. I had no clue what I wanted to do. And my dad ended up having um, heart surgery. So while I was visiting him in the hospital, a young lady came in a room and she, you know, kind of taught him how to get out of bed safely, how to walk to the bathroom safely. And um, I was like, daddy, what's that? 
And he was like, oh, that's a physical therapist. You can do that? I was like, oh, okay. What is a physical therapist? <laughs> so I went home that night and I looked it up. And the next day when I went back to visit, I, I went down to the, um, the volunteer office at the hospital and I, I asked them if I can start volunteering. Wow. And I, I did it and I, I loved it. You know, I was like, oh, you get to play with toys and people come in in pain and they leave and they look so happy and they bring you cakes and cookies. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to do that. They do. My, my story is very similar to yours, being pre-med and then realizing you don't want to be pre-med anymore. <laughs> so I know, I know how that wow. goes. But PT, oh my God, that's so good. Good for you. Thank you. And you know, there's only like, <laughs> Five percent of uh, PTs are black, and yes. it's a female-dominated uh, profession. Mm-hmm. How how do you think we can go about um, spreading awareness to other people of color about the profession? Because um, I've I've worked in a PT clinic, and I noticed like there weren't a lot of people of color there. But like, what do you think we could do to kind of to to change that? So you mean, when you say there's not a lot of people of color, do you mean the therapist? Um, the therapist. Staff, or you mean the patient? Therapist, the therapist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I usually, when I encounter people that have children, I, um, I encourage them to, be, to, you know, to, to look into that. And when I have patients that are black, that when I, when I did work in the clinic, um, they would bring their kids, like they would bring their little kids. And some of them would say, I want to be like Dr. Tracy. And I'm like, oh my God, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> We need more of you. Right, right. So that's 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 pretty much what I've been doing. And um, even when um, when I do work some days at the hospital and people come in and they're um, they're shadowing or something, uh, they're volunteering and they're like, I don't know if I want to be a PT or an OT or a speech therapist or a doctor or this and that. I'm like, go PT, go PT, go PT. Yeah, a lot of people get confused with that because there's so many different avenues that you can kind of kind of go down when it comes to PT, speech therapy, like a a lot of people, there's so many different ways that you can kind of, you know, land a job in that career, but being maybe in the hospital or in the school or whatever. So a a lot of people, I know a lot of people do ask that question, especially when it comes to speech therapy or occupational therapy as well. Like they, they want to know, like, you know, should I do it? Should I not? What's the pay looking like? Is it worth it? (laughs) you just gotta go and visit and shadow and see like if that's what's for you I mean there's so many different settings though it's not like you can just go to a clinic and say okay this is what physical therapy is because we do so much more than working in a clinic I mean I've worked in a school setting I've worked in a nursing home I've worked in a rehab center I've worked in a hospital I've worked I've worked with military personnel I mean there's so many there's you can I work with strokes I do with neurological issues Mm -hmm. I deal with people with that have car accidents and really major traumas so it's not like you can just go to one one type of setting and say, oh, oh that's not for me, because there's so much more that, that we can do. So, you, you know, a young person that's interested in PT should really try to uh, see if they can shadow a different types of settings. Yeah, okay, that was my next question. Like, is there a certain area of PT that you practice in or is just general? No, so I'm an outpatient therapist. So I deal with, mostly with orthopedics. So my favorite thing to treat is the back. And okay. you know, Rasma, that I had um, back surgery when I was younger. So um, that's kind of what fueled my love for healthcare. Um, so I mostly like to treat the back and the lower extremity. So like 
hips, knees, um, ankle sprains, uh, total knee, total knee um, surgeries, total hip replacements. Uh, those are like my go-to things, but I really like treating the back and also uh, balance training. So people that have vertigo, yeah. um, I can help them with that and help them get back on track with their balance issues. So were you working in a hospital before COVID? Yeah, so I've been working in a hospital for the last eight years, since I moved to Georgia for eight years. Um, for our hospital system, I was managing the outpatient clinic for the last five years, and I just recently stepped down so that I can focus on my um, my own business. Um, so I do still work at the hospital a few days a week while I'm um, while I'm growing. And was it COVID that made you decide to do to start your own business? Um, I actually decided to start it right before COVID hit. Uh, yeah, so and I it, got just my LLC it just worked out. It just worked out. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> How are we going to spend this? So nice. Now, for people who may be interested in, in having a mobile PT, um, <laughs> excuse me, oh my God, choking on wine, child. For people who <laughs> might be interested in having your, in receiving your services, is it covered by insurance or is it only self pay? So I do self-pay, but I'm out of network with insurance companies, which means that um, I can give you, a, you can pay me and then I'll give you a, re a receipt. We call it a super bill. It's kind of like an invoice and you submit that to your insurance company and then they or the insurance company will reimburse you depending on what kind of plan you have. Right, right, right. Yeah, if you have out of network benefits, then yeah. Right, exactly. Interesting. Nice. Because I've been telling people, so before COVID, I've been actually telling a few people I know that are physical therapists and even a few athletic trainers, I know that they should offer, you know, concierge mobile services. I've been saying this and I've been saying this and I'm happy to meet someone that's actually doing it because it's like, no, I'm not going crazy. Like people should really like start doing this more often because there are a lot of patients I've encountered working in healthcare that literally just cannot come to wherever you are like they rely on transportation transportation is horrible 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 <laughs> um they don't have family support they're like they they're really like incapacitated they can't leave their house and and like just having the ease of knowing that someone is going to come to me and assist me just makes life so much easier and there's so much room for opportunity there so I'm glad that you're like finding your niche in that space because it's really needed for a lot of the patients, especially the patients that you serve. You're serving people who may have had surgery recently or have a disability and they need you to kind of come help them get back to normal. Um, so it's great that you you found that the opportunity to, to do that and, and go to the patients directly instead of having them come to you. So that's... Yeah, exactly. and it's beneficial because I get to see them in their environment because they can come to the clinic and say, hey, uh, my stairs are like I'm this fine. and I sit on this couch, I sit on this chair. I don't know how high the chair is. I don't know how low the chair is. I don't know how they're getting in and out of the bathroom. I can't see it And when they come to the clinic and they tell me. And then sometimes what they tell me and then what I see in the home is two totally different things, right? So it's better to see them in their home because that's where they spend most of their time. If they are not able to get up and go to work and they have an injury, they're gonna spend most of their time in their home. So I need to see them in their home. And usually when they come to the clinic, we find that they're not telling the truth about anything. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> anything. And then when you get to their home, you're like, okay, Robert, like 
this seat is way too low for right. your knee injury. Like you can't like try to get up from that chair. It is too low. We need to get you X, Y, and Z. Like they, patients are usually awesome liars and we're all patients as well. So we know we kind of stretch the truth a little bit so we could sound like we're doing well. But I think in, when it comes to PT, like you really do need to be honest in order for me to treat you properly so it, it's it, I, I can see the benefit in being in their 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 natural habitat absolutely absolutely do you do you work alone or do you have yep. a, right now you? right now it's just me alone okay yeah and how has business been have yeah. you been like really busy due to COVID have you noticed like as COVID has gone on that you've been getting crazy busy or um, it's pretty level. I wouldn't say that it's super busy right now. I'm, I'm, I, I would say I'm slowly growing, you know, as I, as I'm getting my name out there, cause you know, it's kind of hard when you just COVID hits and nobody knows who you are, <laughs> you know, so you got to make a name for yourself. So now that that's going on slowly, slowly getting those phone calls and getting busier and busier. And how are you marketing yourself? Like what what are you are you going into clinics are you like so i've been meeting yeah i've been meeting with other um healthcare practitioners so other pts chiropractors uh physicians and mostly facebook i've gotten quite a few um clients off of just doing facebook posts not even an ad i haven't done an ad yet but just just doing my little videos and posting things on my facebook and i just recently started doing um instagram a little bit more nice yeah the power of social media but that's good yes I hope you continue posting on there because I'm sure there are a lot of people that would would be able to benefit from your services so that's good yeah thank you (laughs) so where can people find you on social media if they are interested in looking you up finding out what you do where you're located where can they find you so my Instagram is get balanced with a D PT. Um, and I have a website. My website is www.getbalancedpt.com. Um, I have a Facebook business page. It's also get balanced PT. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I, I might start a YouTube page soon too, but we'll see. I, I think that might work. I see a lot of people are gravitating more towards like the video content. So that might actually be good. Or maybe you could like feature like a special exercise a week or something. I don't know. I don't know, but people people are really gravitating towards, you know, like short clips and like different videos. I know I do when it comes to workouts and stretches and stuff. I, I would rather see someone do a video tutorial and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do that at home. Right. (laughs) So yeah, I think you should do that, but awesome. (laughs) Your journey on becoming a physical therapy how was that like for those who who are looking to become one you know who are inspiring to become one like how was your journey you mean like just the getting through the school and entering school school? yeah and just the business itself yeah okay so yeah I had to do you have to do a certain amount of uh, volunteer hours along with your application to get into the school Um, and it's very competitive it's very very competitive you have to keep your GPA at a certain level I mean, when I went to school, literally like the second semester, there were at least three people that that got kicked out. Um, is that is that competitive? And even the first day that I that I was at school and we had our like orientation, they were like, "This is competitive. If you don't think that this is for you and you don't have the stomach for it, you can leave now." And one person actually got up and left. So it's <laughs> it's not it's not easy. Um, I mean, it's it's three years of schooling, but it's um, 
it's a lot of, you know, you start with anatomy and physiology, then you get into kinesiology and all kinds of other things. And then you usually have some clinical rotations thrown in there every um, semester. Well, that's how it was. That was over 15 years ago. I'm not quite sure if they've changed anything nowadays, but um, usually you have some clinicals, maybe eight weeks. Um, the longest I've done was 16 weeks um, for my um, last internship. Um, so yeah, you just gotta, you gotta buckle down and keep studying and get yeah. your grades up. It, it's, it's very competitive. And if you want to succeed, you've got to be disciplined at it. Of course, of course. I think anything that requires you to treat a patient or treat a human being is going to require some education, some studying, a lot of dedication because they want to make sure that you are well knowledgeable on the topic and you will be able to provide quality care to your patients. So it, it, is, a, it is a tough journey and I'm, I'm happy to call you doctor. Yes, sis. Meow. Ah, yes. So go ahead, doctor. <laughs> Very few of us out there. So I, I love I, I love to see it. Love to see yeah. it. Yes, 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 yes. Love Is it, it. Well, well, thank you. Is there an area in Atlanta that you're working? Like you um, so I'm more, I'll do, I'll just like to say Metro Atlanta. Um, I would do from Midtown over to towards the east. Like I try to stay in the northeast corridor of Metro Atlanta. Um, so I have some clients in Midtown um, out to like, Congress, if, if you know any of these names, I'm <laughs> sorry if you don't know. We're pretty well, much from Midtown. If somebody listening probably knows. Right. So from mid, pretty much Midtown towards, I mean, Decatur, Tucker, Stone Mountain, Clarkson, Lilburn, Norcross. Let me just throw some names out there. So you're like <laughs> Dunwoody, all Sandy Springs. Um, all across, basically. So mostly, mostly Midtown to the to the northeast is what I try to say. I mean, I have gone to the west side. There's a travel fee for that. Yeah, I'll go to the west side. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You had mentioned that um, you get most of your clients so for like a Facebook and stuff, but um, how do they reach out to you? Like, are, are most of your clients from um, Facebook, or do you have like how normally how do they reach reach you to make appointments? Um, so if it is somebody that's off Facebook, they usually just will send me a direct message. Or if it's somebody that I've known in the past and they've seen my, my videos and they have my number, they might just text me. Um, but pretty much you can, my information is all on my Facebook page, on my personal Facebook page, um, and then my business page. So it has my email address, get balance physical, get balance PT at gmail.com. It has my, um, my website. There's a contact uh, us button on my website so then that will go straight to my email and I can call somebody back um, and just other people that know me other other physical therapists have sent me a referrals um, personal trainers that I know have sent me referrals um, just word of mouth um, people that I used to see when I worked in the clinic they, they might like, if we still had each other's phone numbers they might say hey I want you to come and work with me in my home yeah, those are the best referrals yeah yeah she's doing it just I'm just out here networking and trying to get my name out so people know that I'm here and I can come to you that's how you do it that's how you do it little by little absolutely (laughs) well this is this has been good thank you for having me on your podcast thank you so much for joining us it was a pleasure to learn about what you do and I'm happy that you're taking your services on the road to provide quality care to the people out there in the streets. So that's 
awesome and i wish you much success on your journey like i, I really thank you i thank you very I much really i like talking about healthcare stuff <laughs> we do we do <laughs> yes i can tell <laughs> No, but thank you so much for joining us today on this episode of We Ciao. I'm on too many podcasts. Did you hear? I was about. Oh. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode of Minding Our Business Podcast. It was a pleasure to have you here, Dr. Tracy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We hope that you could come back soon and talk to us a little bit more. And I hope that when you do come back, your business is out here booming. So guys, please go ahead and follow her on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. Check out her website, make that appointment. She does the house calls. So check her out, check her out. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your day, guys. Bye. Bye.